0: Hello and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that's part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle,
1: And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good.
0: So, Alex, we've discussed on the show many times your uh, newfound fascination for the show Survivor. Yes. And, and because of that, you know, we've discussed various reality shows like Big Brother and The Mole and stuff like that. But I, I want to talk about potentially... It not potentially definitely the reality show that I got the most invested in, mm-hmm. and I I would be surprised if you specifically have ever even heard of it. Um, it was an old show called Internet Icon. Does that sound yeah, familiar never at all? Heard of it? Nope. Okay, so this was a show that was it was a web based show on YouTube. Um, Ryan Higa was kind of the spearhead, the the face of that show. Big fan. Big fan, and so. Like, for all intents and purposes, it was American Idol, but for YouTube videos. And, like, every episode, they they had these ten contestants, and they had, like, I don't know, maybe like an hour, I think it was, to, like, write, shoot, and edit a video that fit that week's challenges. And every week, the judges would... Vote someone off, and they would get you know guest judges and then like huge guest judges at the time, you know like Casim G and I Justine and stuff like that. Uh, just like it, it was such a time capsule of like pure 2013 internet culture. Um, obviously, I've tried to go back. I, I've rewatched a few episodes just to kind of like get a gauge on like was this good or was this 2013? Right, and. I would say it's a hearty mix of both.
1: So when you go back and watch something, say, was this good? Was this 2016 or at 13 or whatever? It gets worse the farther you go back. Are you thinking, man, this was funny for the time or man, this was funny because I was a kid.
0: I think it was. I think I rely more on. It was funny for the time because like Internet humor evolves And as soon as we evolved past one style of humor, everything before that is just not funny anymore. And this had eight years to age like milk. And I don't want to say it aged poorly. It wasn't distasteful. You just look at it and you're like, yeah, the people that told these jokes were telling a joke for a third for a 2013 crowd. Yo,
1: remember, that's what she said.
0: I. Yes. Yes. I
1: can't stand it right now
0: was that the office's fault
1: i don't know if it the office made it more
0: popular yes but i think the office made it okay for adults to do it because that's what she said perfect perfect middle school one-liner right right and then here you have steve carell saying it for six seasons and now you have adults saying it too and like this is an epidemic yeah
1: well my biggest thing was like Hey, it's it was funny then because a lot of kid humor is saying things you're not supposed to say. Yeah. Um. Now we've the thing is, is now your brain will it, it's it's one of those things that we've been around it for so long that now the second you say anything remotely provocative, you're ready for it. So oh, it doesn't yeah. catch anybody off guard anymore.
0: Like how. No one, how, how like the numbers like 69 and 420 are yeah. just like off limits unless you're using them in their like humorous connotation.
1: Remember, guess what, chicken butt?
0: Oh my God.
1: It's <laughs> just one of those things that like, I just, ne- I didn't say that phrase for like six years. Cause if I said, guess what, it would happen. And it I got trolled from people that were in first grade up through high school. And I don't know how old I was at the time, but I'm like, man, this is too- I- everyone's a perpetrator right now.
0: Because you get to like high school, and then people start doing it ironically, but they do it so much, it's like, are you a- are you just still doing this like normal now?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's obnoxious. Another one that comes to mind is D's, which is just now starting to taper off. Like it's I still will say, around,
0: still a big fan of D's. I'll, here's the thing D's in and of itself fine whatever it's the fact that D's is like planted a seed for like the evolution right because every now and then like every month or so I'll get I'll hear a phrase that incites a new version of D's yes. I'm like all right yeah that was clever did not see that coming I respect that
1: but it's all a variation of D's like all of those would never have existed if it wasn't for D's yes yes and do you know what we're doing is we're setting up our one audience member who's never heard of it to go up to someone <laughs> and be like, hey, what's these?
0: Yeah. And and then we will simultaneously be responsible for their funeral when they get punted into the ground. <laughs> right.
1: But yeah, dude, it's all that old stuff that now I anticipate it like in it, it. I feel like it's what happens when you hear the same riddle over and over and over and over yes. again. Like what has a bunch of holes in, in it, but yet holds water. Like everyone's heard that thing, so now it's one of those things that the second I hear what has a bunch, I'm like, I already know, bro, and it sucks, but I can't help it. I can't. I I couldn't forget it if I tried.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a matter of like the zeitgeist can just ruin normal things, and riddles are a, a good example of that. And just middle school humor in general. It's just like, are we not above this now in our mid-twenties?
1: I'm just over people establishing their entire personality off a couple things. Like, remember when people were obsessed with bacon? (sighs) And then bacon transitioned into, like, avocados. Yeah. And at the same time, it was Starbucks. And the problem is, is if you don't hate it, then you will still make those jokes right now. Like, you'll still hear about comedians be like, let me guess. You're going to get that caramel moco extra grande venti. I'm like, dude, we get it. We get it. All right. It's over. Or the, you know, bacon's just good on everything, man. Who doesn't love? Dude, just this conversation we're having has been had by millions and millions of people. Let's not add to the crisis.
0: This reminds me of, I think, the first time I gained critical thinking skills in terms of comedy, which was in like. 2000 like in the era of like 2009 to 2012 stand up comedy. Every comedian, especially like blue collar type comedians, were telling jokes that were essentially like, "Why does everyone has a everyone has a smartphone these days? Why does everyone need a smart? I have a dumb phone. My dumb phone. All it does is makes calls. You know, like a phone should do. And I'm like, hey guys, you're good. You don't need this. You? Dude, it's
1: boomer humor." And it's yeah. it's bad. It's one of those things that like, who needs a anti theft device in your car when you got stick shift? I'd be like, I get it, dude. <laughs> I get it. Kids these days don't know how to drive stick. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything.
0: And on top of that the conversation of people dunking on boomer humor has also been done a thousand times before. So we are contributing nothing and only getting ourselves riled up. Right. We're just getting mad. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we can feel something. Uh, Anyway, internet icon. Don't watch it. Anyway, do you want to talk about the movie?
1: (laughs) Yes. So we watched the 1973 dime piece. That is Serpico. And it's pretty good. Good, I would Are, say it's good.
0: Yeah. So if you don't want to hear us talk about this old movie, cut to this time. You could just jump to this time code right here.
1: Time code 2433.
0: Now, Alex, this I think is my least favorite one from this month.
1: That's you. You must be out of your mind, bro. This is the last one of this month. Correct. And it is the easiest to watch.
0: No, it is. No.
1: It is straight up <laughs> the easiest to
0: watch. It is dude.
1: so, dude. If you are a dude between the ages of 20 and 70, this is every movie you like.
0: No, dude, just no way. Old. No, yes, it is. Okay, so this movie, I would, if I had to give it like a more modern parallel, and I mean more modern. Um what's that Ethan Hawke Denzel Washington one American Training Gangster Tra- Which one's American Gangster?
1: American Gangster is when he is a like low life um criminal his boss dies and he starts importing drugs from overseas and then he gets married and then the FBI is chasing him and he gets greedy it's all it's a whole like I'm a criminal you know getting higher and higher up and the higher up I get the government's chasing me this has very like the departed vibes. Kind of. Well, it also has the same similar themes. Um
0: I, I think know. I here's the thing. It's a I movie think, I've
1: seen a million times but I can't compare it to one movie. It's a, I here's, it's a here's, conglomerate here's the of thing. I
0: can. Movies. I I can compare it because it's like Training Day. It's like American Gangster where it's ju- just like it's super duper slow. American Gangster is the one I'm thinking of. All yeah, right. it's slow. It's, it's a like, long movie too it's super slow the action is almost non-existent everything is the the problem I had is this movie the only thing that you can talk about is the acting in this movie because the writing is bad, the cinematography is bad, the sound editing is garbage. I have seen very few movies with worse sound editing than this movie. There are scenes where one person is talking and it's and like the audio quality changes from line to line from the same person it, and so, like, I don't want to go so far as to say it's a poorly made movie. I think this is a cheaply made movie. Right. And you can, and you can just see where the corners are cut. Um, and what I mean, like, with the writing not be Like, it doesn't feel like anybody wrote a script. It feels like, all right, here are the plot points. Here's the general gist of this scene. You guys go in a room and just talk.
1: Yeah. It definitely has, like... Well, anytime Al Pacino's in a movie, I'm like, okay, there's going to be pages and pages of dialogue and he's going to yell half of his lines probably. Let me just say, I'm not a huge fan of this movie, but I'm saying there's, of the movies we've watched this month, this is one of the easiest to watch, if not the easiest. If it's not the easiest, it's the second one because it's, it's it's so normal.
0: It's normal, but it's boring. Well,
1: yeah, but normal. Here's the thing is boring is a result of we've seen it before this is not new but I would,
0: that that can happen that is not what i got from this movie this movie was boring because it was a very like street level concept right so the, the concept of this movie it, it's based on a true story the guy that this is based on is still alive His which name is-, is nuts <laughs> Uh, his name is Frank Serpico, and long story short, he goes undercover to try to, you know, uproot corrupt cops. In... First, Craig. Yeah.
1: Listen, bro. He doesn't go undercover.
0: Yeah, he, he does a little bit.
1: Like, not really.
0: He He's goes undercover enough d- to where it's worth mentioning. He doesn't. Okay, I I did phrase that badly. He he kind of he jumps from like precinct to precinct, trying to uproot corruption in the nypd i don't know
1: ha- if, i don't think he did that either craig I'm, i know you watched the movie because you're hitting on details that did happen but i don't think you realized why it was happening because he okay. wasn't he wasn't jumping precinct to pre- precinct to like root people out he was doing it because he every time he got in somewhere he goes oh these guys are corrupt i don't want to work here anymore so I'm, let me send me somewhere else he gets somewhere else they're like okay don't worry these happens- guys are clean
0: But that happens enough times and also they start making a court case about it that you could you could argue that it eventually becomes his goal to like, all right, we need to work on these corrupt cops.
1: Yeah, I think he's just he wants just accountability. And I think he just the whole point, I think, is he just wanted to be a cop. He was like, I want to be a police officer and I want to eventually work my way up to detective. But it's going to be so hard for me to do my job when everyone's trying to offer me money. And I'm not going to do that because it feels wrong. So if I can just go somewhere and do my job and go home, that'd be great. But now you guys are forcing me to alienate myself because I'm not going to take money. And if you guys do whatever,
0: he definitely becomes involved in an operation to like seek out a few specific people that are corrupt because it becomes this whole subplot between him and his like wife where, he doesn't want to be part of the operation. She doesn't want him to be part of the operation, but he doesn't want to get out because he still wants to seek out the corruption, but he's not doing a good job at it. And he doesn't like the threat that is putting himself and his wife under. And I'm just like, it, Craig, it,
1: I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. I'm hating your takes right now. I'm hating them. And I'm not, listen, I, the problem is, is I don't want to defend this movie. I don't want to, cause it was good. I'm going to um, sneak peek towards the end It's not getting above a seven, but your takes are trash, bro. This, I, I, You're, this movie is the themes boring. are sick. The dialogue scenes, when you break them down, first of all, every, every scene could be shorter. Yeah. Every single one could be shorter. Um, but when you get down to what they're talking about, I'm like, this scene is dope. I just don't like how it's being done. There's I got a lot of beef with this, but, I think this exact man, I'm not, I don't want this to be a remake, but if it were made for the first time right now, it would be great because the themes are sick and their relationships are sweet. Now there's a lot you can say about like, first of all, every woman in this movie is irrelevant.
0: Yeah. Every single most. And like the most relevant woman in this movie just gets yelled at for half her screen time.
1: Right. And to be honest, like we don't know why he's yelling I'm like, well, you could, I know you're stressed, but like, what are you doing? And then her acting is, it's either her acting subpar, the writing sub subpar or both. And then you start realizing, well, I would, I get why she's upset, but I feel like we could have handled this. But then you're also like, oh, she's only here to be upset. Yeah. Like, there's no other, they've introduced like two or three women in this movie. And the only point is for them to leave to show how bad his life is. Like, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't show how they're helping. There's nothing like that. It's just... I'm doing something hard. It's going to take a toll on our relationship. You're going to leave.
0: Now, I like I said, this movie is based on a true story. So, like, I, take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. But the last 30 minutes of this movie is what the whole movie should have been. Because the first hour and a half of this movie is just a slice of life yes. with Frank Serpico. Yo. And... And then the last thirty minutes is like, all right, we're lawyering up. You, we want to solve this problem. You are in. You are invested in this. Let's figure this out together. And if that was like the whole movie, I could be down to clown with that. But like, it's not. It, they spend ninety minutes just talking, and it just it doesn't feel like the movie goes anywhere for a significant portion. It gets to a point where you're like. All right, Frank, we get it. You're an honest cop.
1: Yeah, and- I mean, it, yeah, dude, it's, it, uh, if you got paid a dollar or if they shaved one minute off this movie, every time the words integrity got <laughs> said, the movie would be 30 minutes long. It's obnoxious. And it definitely has one of those things like, we get it. You're the good guy. We get it. You're not corruptible. We get it. It's whatever. Um, And also- I'm saying if I were a Serpico, I would 100% take the money, bro.
0: Like, it just gets to a point where you're like, I, I did watch this movie. I wouldn't maybe go so that far, Um, but this movie does make you realize, like, man, being a cop in New York, you could easily double your salary just by yeah. being in New York.
1: Also, did we say we're doing spoilers or not? I can't remember.
0: It's all spoilers. It's case. Okay. They should expect it.
1: Um, Dude. He gets shot in the face Yeah, because people won't back him up. And by the way, he knew it was going to happen.
0: Yeah, and so there's this dynamic that it's at the forefront of this movie, but I don't think it's explored very well, where because Frank is an honest cop and is actively talking against police corruption, all the corrupt cops are like not with him when they're out on the field with him. It's like, "Oh, you're an honest cop." Well, that means you're ruining my take. And so, if you get killed in action, whoopsie daisy.
1: Yeah. So, no one's backing him up. Anytime he's in trouble, he's on his own. Any dude, and the thing is, dude, this movie, dude, it could be so much shorter. Yeah. The amount of times he gets frisked to check to see if he has a wire, he never has one. So, just take <laughs> those parts out. The amount of times...
0: There's even a part where he says, I get frisked so often, there's no point in me wearing a wire.
1: And then he gets frisked after that. And I'm like, we know he's not wearing it. The There's no point in showing it anymore. Like, that was obnoxious. The amount of times he goes into the precinct and says, uh, Patrolman Serpico. I'm like, we can skip past this. You've done it seven times now. Um, the
0: only scene of like... I would call it considerable action, and like not to say that this movie needed like action movie action, but in terms of like a high intensity scene that was engaging, is he goes into he arrests. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he arrests a corrupt cop, brings him into the precinct. He's like, "I saw you take money, put it on the desk." And oh, the, he wasn't a cop. Okay, he was uh, a
1: criminal who's involved in drug dealing or something like that. Okay. But he brings him in and you find out he pays every
0: cop in this precinct. Right, right, right. Okay. So he's the one paying all the cops. Yes, And so he's trying to be like, Hey, I saw you just do a deal. Take your money out. And the guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have any money. So Al Pacino throws him against the wall Rips his pants down so you could see his butt, takes everything out of his pockets, and then throws him into the jail cell in the precinct. And I'm like, all right, that 45 seconds is the most interesting thing that's gonna happen the entire movie.
1: Yeah, and then he gets his rap sheet and finds out he killed a cop and did 15 years in prison, and these cops are still backing him up. Cause everyone's like, cause what happens is he books him, and he goes in and goes, all right, I'm gonna fill out some paperwork. Can you take this guy upstairs? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go search his car. He finds a weapon, he finds money. And he goes up right. This needs to get admitted into evidence. He goes upstairs, and the criminals just smoking and joking with all these cops. And they're like, "Oh, this guy obviously must be new. He doesn't know who I am. Like, we're cool. I pay his paycheck." And then Serbico's like, "You don't pay my paycheck." And It's a whole thing. And then you find out he's a cop killer. And then Serbico freaking loses it. He goes, "You guys are backing up anybody right now."
0: Uh, there's it's, also it's fire, bro. There's also a scene at the be- like. Listen, if you already don't have a thing for cops, this movie is. <laughs> you're going to have some feelings about this yeah. movie in general, because there's a scene very close to the beginning of this movie where, um, uh, Serpico is arresting a guy, just a ran- just like a normal criminal. And because he's not wearing his uniforms, uh, two other cops shoot at him. They miss, but they shoot at him. And so Serpico is finishing up the arrest and he's yelling at these guys like, Hey, I'm a cop. Don't shoot me, please. And, And so the cops are like, hey, listen, do you mind if we book this guy for like, can we have the arrest? Because because we shot our guns, like we're going to have to fill out forms and we need to bring this guy back to show that like us firing our guns wasn't worthless. Right. And I'm like, wow. It's like that scene alone is just like, all right. So that's what this movie's going to be, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think they just had 17 different examples of that happening. And we're like, we get it. Cops suck. We get it. These guys are crooked. Whatever. Can we move on? Because they also have that meeting in the park where they're like, hey, Serpico, what's the deal with this guy? He goes, oh, he was holding money for me. And they're like, okay, well, since he's gone now, can you? we'll start paying you. He goes, no, I'm not taking money anymore. And that whole scene, I'm like, oh, this is the 17th time people have offered him money and he keeps saying no. We don't need to see this. Here's another thing. There was too many characters. It's too many. There was the commissioner who I only knew who was the commissioner because he was old and behind a desk. There was (laughs) 17 different captains you got introduced to. There were detectives you got introduced to. um, Inspectors you got introduced to. Who was the
0: guy that was trying to get him to go to the New York Times?
1: I don't know who that was. Yeah, so, I don't. Well, the thing is, I know I'm very familiar with the character. I just don't know if he was also a cop. He says a line that's like, "Hey, we're both cops that got kicked out." And I'm yes, like, yeah. But he is actually a cop. So are you not a cop? Did you get kicked out of the academy? Like, what does this mean? I don't understand what's going on.
0: Yeah. All in all, I found this movie just like. Super boring. I'm sure there's a version of this story that can be told. And it doesn't have to be high octane. It doesn't have to be action packed. It just has to be like tightened.
1: Yes, it to- dude. It, it was one of those things. I watched this movie by myself. Most of the time I watch movies with my wife. However, I had a feeling <laughs> that if Al Pacino's in it, this movie's way long. It's going to be way longer than it needs to be. Yeah. Every movie I've seen with him, I'm like, man, this is too long.
0: This movie, if this movie were to be made today, it should be a season of American Crime Story.
1: Yeah, dude. It's it's two hours and ten minutes, and it feels the entire thing like it's that long. It's 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 a good movie, but I'm not watching it again.
0: Yeah, it's this 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 one's a four. Yikes, Greg!
1: I'm giving it a six and a half.
0: Yeah, just it's I'm not a fan. Oh well, Decades, It is what it is. Decades I would recommend year, it to dads punch everywhere. It up.
1: I'm recommending it to dads everywhere, and that's the only people I'm recommending it to. That's it.
0: (laughs) All right, so the improv segment this week, uh, this is a segment that we did a few weeks ago that I was waiting for the right time to bring back. Uh, We're going to do another round of alphabet soup. The way this works is we are two characters, and we are delivering dialogue in alphabetical order. Uh, Relative to us, You know, we can start at different places, but regardless, we're going to be saying our dialogue in alphabetical order.
1: Um, I, it's just the first word just needs the first to start word. with the f- letter we're supposed to talk about.
0: Yes, yes. We're not doing the entire sentence in alphabetical order. That would be crazy. right. <laughs> so, uh, I'm thinking here's here, here's the scene I have drawn up, all right? Um, I am the superhero. You are like you are a, you're my commissioner Gordon, right? You're my man on the inside. Mm-hmm. And we are having a discussion. After an event, and you and like I kind of went a little too far this time, and you have to rein me back in. Like, it's a little bit of a disciplinary ma- meeting, okay? I can do that. Um, what letter do you want to start with?
1: I want to start with F,
0: all right? Um, I'll start with M, okay? Okay. Ma- man, you uh, you uh, really need to spruce this place up down here. It's kind of kind of wet down here. How'd you do that?
1: Fire, man. There was a fire in my apartment. We've talked about this a million times. The house No no
0: no 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 This this isn't the police department? I thought I thought this was the police department. Are we not at the police department?
1: Go man. We've said we meet on my balcony every time. That whole meet on top of the police department, everyone would know I'm working with you. They'd know we're feeding you information and I can't support vigilantes.
0: On your balcony. So you were probably a little upset that I came in through your balcony.
1: How about we just talk about how you almost killed people today?
0: Please, please go ahead.
1: In my opinion, and we've been working together for a long time. Next time there's a hostage situation, wait for backup. Every single victim in the bank got shot. Most of them are in critical care right now. I think two of them just needed a brief meeting with the EMT It's rough, man, and I almost can't back you up
0: anymore. Quick to judge, Commissioner Good. Uh, If I hadn't been there, then who would have broken through the ceiling window and startled all the bad guys?
1: Hey, just to be clear, don't break through any more windows anymore, because it kind of tipped them off you were there.
0: Right, easy for you to say, Mr. I-don't-have-a-grappling-hook. Listen, if you had one, you'd be using it all the time to break through windows.
1: Let me tell you one more thing. Get a sidekick or something.
0: Sidekick?
1: Make your job easier and the world safer by not doing this by yourself and putting everyone's life in danger. You're gonna hurt somebody if not kill somebody.
0: To summarize what you're trying to say, because I made a little whoopsie at the bank today, you want me to like recruit a 12-year-old orphan to fight by my side? That seems... Seems a little weird, man. No,
1: you're not listening to me. Get pros or call for backup or do your job better or don't do it at all. You're going to kill somebody. And you know what? I want it to happen. Kill one person and we're coming after you.
0: Uh, that kind of, that kind of took a turn. Are are you okay? Is it? This isn't a- give me
1: a break. We've been working for years and you knew this conversation was happening. You're reckless- and to be honest, you don't have any powers.
0: Very very clear. Um I just want to say I can I can tell this this conversation isn't about the bank thing. There's there's something else going on. Are you okay? is your home life okay?
1: Please don't ever bring up my home life again. Just because you're one of those I do whatever I want, nothing holds me back, I got nothing to lose, doesn't mean you can come at me for having a family. I'm a normal man. You're out here Doing what you've seen in the movies, and you're barely making out of it alive yourself. So, please, don't bring up my family again.
0: We're all doing whatever we want. We all have a home life that we need to talk about, okay? Just because mine is objectively cooler than yours, though I can't divulge why, I think that you need to take a step back and maybe also take a chill pill.
1: Quintessentially, you understand that I'm not supposed to support you at all. And the fact that we're having this conversation right now, and I'm not turning you in, means I've given you a second chance. Now, if you don't back off, I'll have the police here two minutes. I run this city, not you.
0: Extreme conclusions we're jumping to here, man. Uh, I thought we were friends, but, I mean, like, if you don't want me to visit anymore, I don't have to visit. I'll just, like... I have a police scanner. I can just use that. We we don't. Ha- I I don't have to do this. I was doing this because I thought we were friends. But nah. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't want to meet anymore, we don't have to meet anymore. Right.
1: Whatever. Put this on me. Whatever you have to do. Just don't make this about us. Make this about the lives of the citizens you're destroying every day. Yell so some more, why don't you? How about you stick to pickpockets?
0: Yell some more, why don't you?
1: So in conclusion, if you don't get off my balcony, stick to pickpockets. And maybe the occasional mugging, I'm going to have a whole force coming after you.
0: we mama, this got intense fast.
1: That's it. Cox gun. (laughs) Dude, that's pretty good.
0: That went, I would say, considerably better, logistically speaking, than the first time. (laughs) Dude,
1: that was the drama in that, bro. So good. I want to see a transcript of that. That was fire. (laughs)
0: Also, we agree Like, we agree that EX just means X in the alphabet, right? Dude,
1: it's, it's freaking impossible. I don't even know what I said last time. <laughs> it was a mess.
0: No, yeah. Uh, well, because we did this when we recorded our 6 a.m. episode for no reason. <laughs> and I think by the time you got to that part of the alphabet, you kind of just threw the rules of the game out the window. And it was like the talking. second
1: word or the third word. Like, it was rough. Um, if anyone wants to go look that episode up, uh, it's episode 70. Yeah. It's the Pink, pa- Pink Panther and Short Circuit one, bro. It's just like, it was hard, man. It, it was, was hard.
0: really hard. The, <laughs> sometimes there were pauses and I'm like, did we accidentally talk over he- each other or is Alex counting to the next letter?
1: Well, the another thing is, is like sometimes you interrupt with the letter. And then when the other person finishes talking, you're like, wait, do I go to the next one or do I have to say mine yeah. again? It's logistically a nightmare. And I'm glad it came out as smooth as it did this time. This middle segment is called social deduction. Greg, I'm on Twitter. Okay. I uh, found a random influencer. This one is Addison Ray. I'm going through her followers. We're going to start. I'm going to read the bio. All you have to do. Is tell me whether or not the person who wrote it was a guy or a girl and okay. then next I'm gonna ask for more information, more information more information and I'll tell you if you're right or not but we're gonna see how good your social deduction is.
0: All right um so- sounds good here so I am bad at this. I will just tell you right now straight up it's not gonna be fun it's okay. gonna it's gonna be fun for everyone but me but let's, here we go let's just go into it.
1: Uh, audience can participate. I'll give it a little pause before I give the right answer. This bio is piece of work.
0: Piece of work. Sounds like a, sounds like a very feminine bio. It is a girl. Yeah.
1: Next one. I make music about dead people.
0: So this is a different person. Yes. I'm going to say that one is also a girl.
1: No nope, guy.
0: All right. Listen, man, it's
1: not everyone's going to be a
0: banger. All
1: right. Next one is going to be just me.
0: Just me. Yeah. That- they Put
1: that in their bio. Who are you? Just me.
0: Oh, um. Actually, this is also very important. Can you tell me what year? Like, does it have how long they've been on Twitter?
1: March 2022. <laughs> this
0: Ooh, month. Ooh, that's not good. That because that's like a 2013 bio. Hashtag just me. Um. Nah, I think this is. I think this is a girl's bio.
1: It is, in fact, a girl's bio. Married, lots of babies, love my family.
0: Is it married, period, lots of babies? There is no
1: punctuation. Married, lots of babies, love my family.
0: Oh, gosh. This gives, like, hardcore, like, grandma vibes. So you're going
1: female? Yeah. Incorrect. (laughs) All right, next one. I love the show Victorious, and I'm planning on becoming famous by acting in the future. I really want to end up acting on Nickelodeon shows.
0: Nickelodeon is a weird target to hit, because normally... People are just like, I want to be an actor. And if I end up on Nickelodeon, I'm not going to like poo-poo that away. Um, All this to say, you know what? I'm just going to say for all of these, I'm going to say this one is also a girl. This one was a guy. All right.
1: And their avatar is Five Nights at Freddy's.
0: All right.
1: All right. All right. Let's. Uh, That was five. We're going to step it up a level. So the next thing you have to do is I'm going to give you a number. You're going to give me the over under on how many followers do you think? Over or under. So gender and over under, and you have to get both of them right. Here we go. Respect is number one. Crown emoji.
0: Oh, that is such That is such a dude bio.
1: It is a dude. Now, over under on his followers, 150.
0: I'm going to say that's over.
1: Nope. Under. He's got 11.
0: Wait, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. I meant to say that 150 was more than he had.
1: Okay. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Um, yeah, so we're going to cut this out in the notes. Over, under, you'll have to tell me whether or not you think his is over that number or under that number. Okay. Okay. Next one. Hello, please accept my follow request. I won't bite. 19 year old studying fashion design.
0: I'm, I'm not sure this isn't a bot. Are we sure this isn't a bot? No, dude, I'm not
1: vetting these people.
0: (laughs) Um... Ooh, the plea for accepting a follower request is, like, hardcore desperate dude energy.
1: It's a female, so we're not even going to get into the followers. Next one. Dude, some of these are rough, my dude. And that's... Okay. Leo, truth seeker. Lover of all things floral.
0: Hmm. This is, uh... this, This is reading pretty hardcore, like, pretty hardcore femme.
1: And that is correct. Now, over under... 50
0: followers i'm gonna say they have more than 50 followers
1: no they have 33
0: oh man you see you're doing a good job at this at keeping it like in the ballpark
1: i mean we can make this harder here we go
0: i mean we don't have to
1: astrophysicist oh that's it yep
0: <laughs> um isn't jimmy fallon's bio astrophysicist so i'm gonna say dude
1: it is a dude over under one million
0: He has, Jimmy Fallon has more than 1 million followers.
1: It's 50 million, 51 million. How you knew that was Jimmy Fallon (laughs) is so annoying. I hate that. I hate that so much.
0: Cause it's been like that for years. He has had that in his bio and just that for like eight years and it upsets me. It is upsetting to me.
1: I hate that you knew that. Okay. Here's the next one. I'm not really confrontational. But also, I'll fight you.
0: I'm going to say that's a girl's bio.
1: It is, in fact, a girl's bio. Now, over under 100 followers.
0: I'm going to say they have more. No, mm, they have more than 100 followers.
1: It's 81 followers.
0: God, I was going to say under, but I was in your head. And that person
1: hates me. The only person you know that that hates me. (laughs) me. (laughs) Unless there's a list, but I know you know. Here we go. (laughs) All right, this will be the last one for this level. Um, I'm, I mean, if you're reading this, uh, I can't say that it ruins it. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, here we go. Older than my children, younger than my parents get the odd job
0: D- guy. That's a guy.
1: Definitely a guy. You're right. Over, under 2 million followers.
0: They have under 2 million followers.
1: They have 2.7. That's Russell Crowe.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, was, here we go. Well, hold on. What was the one that you skipped?
1: <laughs> it was Burger King. Oh, (laughs) and it was like the first sentence is like, you need a whopper. I'm like, well, he's going to know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right. So here we go. The last one, gender followers. And if they have a link in their bio, what does it link to? I'm going to give you two options. Okay. Okay. Here we go, dude. This is going to be a mess. So don't worry about it. I build things, stories, companies, collaborations of thoughts, dreams, and believe in a future where we all have a right to pursue happiness.
0: Oh gosh, I know. I think that I think that's a male bio.
1: It is, in fact, a male bio. Over or under fifteen million followers. Under seventeen mil.
0: Okay, so
1: so we're not going to get into the link.
0: Well, wh- who was it? Ashton Kutcher. Okay, that tracks. That tracks. Okay. I knew. I knew it was one of those like actor activist types.
1: Like the kind of person who gets
0: involved. Yeah.
1: Okay. Poet, educator, historian, best-selling author, act, acting, civil rights activist, producer, director. Female. Yes. Over under half a million followers.
0: I uh, if it's who I think it is, that sounds about right. So I'm gonna say they have less followers.
1: They have more. Six hundred forty thousand. Okay. That was Maya Angelou. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. That's not quite who I thought it was. I thought it was um, Amanda. I never remember her last name, but the, it was the woman who performed the inauguration poem. That's who I thought it
1: was. Oh, okay, okay. So, I'm going to just do exclusively celebrities so we can get some good stuff in here. Maybe you yes. we'll recognize somebody. Yes. Here we go. That one has only male pronouns, so we're going to go to the next one. <laughs> um, I gotta be colder than the cat you're sitting with.
0: I gotta be colder... Can you spell that word for cat?
1: Cat, as in cat. The pet. Okay. You don't know who the celebrity is, but I promise you they are famous.
0: <laughs> um, is it is it a girl? Yes, it is. Okay.
1: Over under fifty thousand followers. Over. Yes, two hundred thousand. The link in their bio goes to a OnlyFans or a personal link tree where they sell books.
0: I'm gonna say cooler than the cat you're sitting. I'm going to say just the link tree. That is correct. Correct. Okay. That'll the link trees make more one. sense. Well, okay. Didn't know there was a point system. Who was that? Well, uh, pff,
1: her name is Tressie McMillian Cottenham. She is followed by Whitney Cummings and she follows Oprah. Why I'm on Oprah's Twitter right now? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm not for everybody and I ain't trying to be. Carry on.
0: That is such a dude mentality. It is. <laughs> Is this Joe Rogan? It is not. Okay.
1: Um, over under three million.
0: Well, considering I'm gonna say over.
1: It's under half a million.
0: Half a million. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, so your options are link tree to a podcast or a link tree to a highlight reel.
0: I'm gonna say the first one.
1: It is correct. That's Kendrick Perkins. You can pretend like you know who that is.
0: I'm not even gonna
1: Okay. We'll do just one more. One more. Here we go. I'm going to find a I'm going to find a good one. Well, that got, Some of these bios are way too descriptive. Like you'll know exactly who I'm talking about.
0: Hillary Clinton's bio, I'm pretty sure is just like a it's like 40 just single word phrases.
1: Well, yeah, also like Barack Obama's is so obvious. Michelle Obama's so obvious, like bro. Can you just like dial it back a little bit? Just be a normal person. Uh,
0: Like, this is Hillary Clinton's 2016 Democratic nominee, Secretary of State, Senator, hair icon, mom, wife, grandma, lawyer, advocate. I'm like, I would figured that out. Like, guys, chill. Well, yeah, the 2016 Democratic nominee kind of would have kind of want to
1: piece that together. Gives it away.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I have one for you. I have one for you. Perfect. All right, I, I, I'm cutting out, you know, the, the giveaways from this, um, but the only piece of content is we are back. Uh, that's a guy. It is. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, they, they have three point. Do you want do you want to fill in that last digit? Three point something million.
1: Well, this Who's, is significantly harder than over under. I'm going to say two
0: close. Three point three. I was okay. just going to. All right. So here's the link. Are they linking to a Spotify page or just their website?
1: Just their website.
0: Uh, It is just their website. That's the the Big Time Rush Twitter page. Oh, my gosh. Well,
1: (laughs) that was social deduction. Hopefully, you learned something. I'm pretty confident our audience did not do very well.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dixie D'Amelio is opening for Big Time Rush on their tour. Good for her, man. Dude, all these
1: people who got famous on TikTok... Like the fact that so many of them are still relevant, have TV shows, have like perfumes and colognes. Like get after the bag, bro.
0: And like a lot of people like dunk on Dixie D'Amelio for not having great music. And like yeah, it's not great, but like it. In in my opinion, it's just standard modern pop. You know, I don't think. Yeah. And Logan Paul isn't a good
1: boxer, but he makes bank, bro. So. You don't need to be good, you need to be able to sell tickets.
0: Also, this is... might be a hot take. I don't know if you've listened to any of it yet, but new Big Time Rush stuff, pretty bad. Pretty not good, actually. I have not.
1: Did you listen to any of Man, we're really running on a tangent. Did you listen to any of the like Backstreet Boys stuff when they came back?
0: No, that they were before my time. Um and like when I was growing up. Cuz like the two people, like the two demographics for Backstreet Boys, are people that grew up when they were releasing music and moms. Yeah. And facts. And my mom, the person that would have introduced me to the Backstreet Boys, listened to like Trace Adkins and Alan Jackson and Little Big Town and stuff like that. So they were outside, I was outside of their demographic by a leap in a mile. Gotcha. Um, however, and, and so like, the Jonas Brothers come back 8 out of 10.
1: Do, were they gone long enough to come back?
0: Yes. I I think it's not that they were gone long enough. It's that everybody was doing their own thing long enough. Like, Nick released two albums. Got Joe, married,
1: did a whole thing. Yeah.
0: Joe, you know, had an album with DNCE. Um, Their, their single, Cake by the Ocean, I think came out in 2015. And so they were gone for at least five or six years. Um, Big Time Rush has been gone longer, I think. And I was expecting a very Jonas Brothers-like comeback, but their music is just not living up for me. Like, it, I hate diving in like this because it feels a little bit too conspiracy theory, but it feels like they were like, oh, the Jonas Brothers came back with such a huge success oh, Ali and AJ have revitalized their career by, like, coming back for a little bit, we need to do the same thing. Like, the big-time Rush come together was, like, it feels much more marketed than genuine, and you can feel it in their music. I hate saying it, but it's just... It's very cookie-cutter. It's very, like... You know how, like, most male modern pop is super falsetto-y and kind of, like rides the wave between like synth and piano but doesn't like pick a side. Yeah. It's it's that.
1: It's very um I feel like poppy it's very uh commercial.
0: Yeah. Which is such a lame thing to say. It feels so like hippie. We're against the man, but like it's what it feels like.
1: Yeah, I mean just be better, you know? Hey like I don't even know what to say, bro. We
0: could just do the one hit wonder.
1: Let's just do the one hit wonder. One hit wonder this week is, uh, it's called how about no, and we're going to revisit a bunch of phrases that people said that 99% of the population either doesn't agree with or never liked in the first place. So something that like get those, you know, thoughts running through so we could just talk about it is when people say the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you.
0: (sighs) Yes, it does. Actually. Yes, it does. (laughs) Teachers
1: know, they have to know that it's the most controversial statement ever, right?
0: Because do you know what I hear? When they say that, I hear, oh, my next teacher is going to blame me for being late and it's your fault.
1: Right. Like, if it has to be the end of class. Because if it's not, then this space we've been given to get to the next class is also yours?
0: Yeah, and so, like, I understand if, like, Time got away from you and you forgot to hand out the paper. So like, hey, can you take 30 seconds and just like grab this on your way out? Cool. I get that. But if it's like, if you still want to make like a few points in your lecture, it is not only a waste of your students' time. It's a waste of your time because they are retaining none of that.
1: Right. That annoys me so much. Another annoying thing. And it annoys me. I don't know if it annoys everybody, but when older people say youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. Like like hey bro, you were young too. And here's the thing, it never sounds like a like a reflection on like man, I wish I would have done this when I was younger. What it ends up happening is I'm older than you, you're young, you don't know how good you have it. And I don't need that in my life. Uh this one is kind of hacky. It's uh my house, my rules.
0: Yeah. And it's,
1: what are we doing, I, man?
0: And like I get it. I do get it. I don't want to like go up in arms about this one. It's just that when you say it like that, it's very, like, authoritarian.
1: Well, I don't like how it's also used 20 minutes before when we say you're part of this family. You have to do this. I'm like, it can't be both ways. We It's either democracy and we do things as a family or, or you tell me what to do. and that's it. Yeah. You can't have it both ways because we all have to contribute. We're a family. Or I call the shots. I run this place. Dude, I'm cool. I can I'm cool with either one. Just don't go back and forth.
0: Because parenting is like uh, hey, as someone who doesn't have a child, I feel confident making declarative statements like this. Sure. Uh parenting is incredibly dynamic, and what works one day might not necessarily work the next day. And as children age, you can't expect one set of rules to last their entire childhood. However, don't start making declarative statements like that. All right, work with your child and just kind of like, hey, these are my expectations now.
1: Yeah, dude, and just like another thing that annoys me, dude. I could talk about this forever, and if you have any, just feel free to pitch in. It's um.
0: <sighs> Here's what I'll say. It, yeah. it, I dude, um... I was
1: about, I was, I was triggered before I started.
0: <laughs> okay, Th- this is kind of relevant. Uh to me right now where it's um whenever anything happens in the gaming industry uh people like to immediately call it politics despite the fact that it's not politics at all Mm -hmm. uh so like whenever there is a lead in a video game that is not a cis white dude people are like keep politics out of my games keep politics out of my games like that is it's just a woman you it's just a woman that is not politics that is that is a woman. Dude. And
1: I, it's, I, I, it, that annoys me on a level of just like, well, you recognize that everything has a dude. Because the second it doesn't have a dude, you're like, well, there's only one explanation for this.
0: Politics. Politics. Politics.
1: So you know this isn't normal. So when anyone tries to deviate from the normal, people lose their freaking minds, bro. And I'm not okay with that. Um, Another one, dude. And this
0: buckle in ideas. is what he's saying buckle in
1: when people say happy wife happy life
0: oh <laughs> freaking fight me bro
1: it's one like, of those things that like hey because here's what here's the reality of marriage nine times out of ten if she's upset and decides to leave and divorce you you're boned and i'm, and I'm saying you're as in like you're the husband she's the wife you're boned because you're losing the kids and you're losing your money most of the time not every time but most of the time right so it's what it is, is you're entering marriage like a hostage negotiation where you're like, I don't care what happens to me, but please don't shoot the hostage. Please don't hurt me. Please don't do anything. Um, Whatever you want, honey. I'll-. Bro, I entered into this relationship because we cared about each other.
0: And this goes back to that, you know, 2008 to 2012 era of blue collar comedians where it's like, how much can I make fun of my wife without you thinking that this is a hostile environment?
1: Right. Like the the punchline is, but she's my wife, you know? Wives suck. And then the crowd goes crazy.
0: Yeah. And it's like, are you sure about that? Are you also, sure?
1: Also, I'm uncomfortable with the fact that so many people co-sign this stuff. Like now I'm hearing it much more from women than I am men. And I'm like, do you know what this is? It's the patriarchy. It's the patriarchy. <laughs> because what's hap- happening is... Is you're saying we're not equals, she's more important. And listen, bro, everyone goes into a marriage thinking the other person's, you know, the heaven and the stars and their whole world and all that stuff. You want to go into the marriage thinking this person is extremely important, the most important thing that's ever happened to me. Some might say even more important yourself. That only works if both people are doing it.
0: Yeah, like, th- there's a whole... Uh, yes. Very much so, because as soon as, like, the honeymoon phase wears off and you're, like, not newlyweds anymore and you're in the thick of it, it's like, and then kind of, like, the rose-colored glasses come off and that's when these comedians start making those jokes. And It's like, oh, so, like, you were just in this for the fun part of it.
1: Right. Like, the people have been making jokes for so long that why are we still surprised? Like, another thing that... It... And by that, I mean, people have been making these jokes for so long. How are people still making these mistakes? Like if I've heard, dude, from every time someone says, well, if I won the lottery or if I had a million dollars or if I was making what these quarterbacks are making, you would be broke too, bro. <laughs> you would be broke too. Let's just assume most of these people are normal. If you won the lottery, you'd be broke too. And I rest Cut my to
0: case. every time on the podcast, we've talked about winning the lottery. Yeah, man. And I'm not, first of all,
1: I know how to handle my money. Not like these degenerates. Um, so that's how about no. How about we just, you know,
0: no. What we, so here, what we've learned today is most common phrases are bad because they create blanket statements for often delicate and intricate situations. Right. So maybe instead of just casting blame on everyone else, you have a little bit of introspection and you think, Maybe happy life is more than happy wife. Facts. You ready to free ball it?
1: Let's free ball it, dude.
0: All right. I have two things to bring to the table. First, I have two things to bring to the table as well. The first thing that I have is I read this arc of comics about King Shark. King Shark doesn't get his own comic very often. Uh, it was a digital first series, so like each book was shorter. There were twelve issues. Each issue was only like fifteen pages, mm-hmm. and it's about King Shark. And this woman named Sean, who is also known as the Defacer, they get sucked into this tournament where basically the king of each beast has to fight each other in a tournament. So, like, there's like King Tiger, King Cockroach, stuff like, and just, you know, King of Man, stuff like that. And it's King Shark essentially trying to win this tournament. And. Defacer trying to be like, whoa, I want I want King Shark to like not lose, but I also don't want sharks to take over the evolutionary line for the next ten thousand years because that's kind of what's at stake. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just, what it's,
1: universe does this exist in?
0: The DC what, universe.
1: Is this uh is King Shark in um Suicide that one Squad? Movie? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so if you it he has a very similar personality to that of the, what he has in Suicide Squad. Very simple but still like humanistic. Um and so like Defacer does a lot of the like front loading in terms of dialogue and personality, but if you liked King Shark in Suicide Squad and you're like I could use a little more of him. You know, there's there's 12 short issues of him causing a ruckus so very rarely do i read like succinct mini series like that and that was a good one i really liked it
1: cool my short my free balling segment uh switching up a little bit at work i get so bored for certain periods of time so i spent a lot of time on reddit i have found two subreddits that have uh, consumed hours of my time and the first one is idiots with guns (laughs) i'm telling you Nothing stresses me out knowing something bad's gonna happen, and it's all real life.
0: So I watched this episode of the Simpsons where Bart and Lisa go to military school and there's a scene with their combat training where Bart is like an ace with the gun. And Lisa is literally shooting an automatic rifle at the ground. And it's like doing that thing where it propels her up a few inches and she doesn't know how to stop it. And that's kind of what I imagine this entire subreddit is like.
1: It's a whole lot of, don't worry, this gun isn't loaded and proceeds to discharge in the direction of people at themselves, Ugh. at the ceiling, at the floor. And these are real people in their house. Most of the time, it's kids who just found their parents' weapon around. Um, there's quite a few of them where they're like, this is Russian roulette, but it's like a Glock.
0: And you said you spend hours on this subreddit?
1: It. I spent two hours on it today.
0: And you said it stresses you out?
1: Sweaty palms, bro.
0: You could choose to not. No, because I think it's
1: a healthy reminder Guns are not to be trifled with. Okay, Now, I knew that's fair. that already.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. But
1: sometimes, I, especially when we watch movies like Serpico, I'm like, I need a reason why guns are dangerous. And I need to see that like dumb mistakes happen. And it was a, it was a good reminder, bro. And it stressed me out.
0: Did you want to talk about the other one now, or do you want to...
1: Oh, yeah, we can back. talk about the other one. The other one was Change My View. It's a lot like Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion is a bunch of people posting their unpopular opinion and then not defending it and or posting a trolling opinion and then coming at haters.
0: Yeah, I don't like unpopular opinion for that reason where it's like people post popular opinions that people don't say out loud.
1: Right. It's like unpopular opinion. Um, All the Fast and Furiouses are the same movie. And I'm like, dude, everyone thinks that. And what you're saying is, I'm confused why they're still making movies when they're all the same. But you just phrased it in an unpopular opinion.
0: Yeah, and and, and they'll get, like, my favorite is when they try to get controversial, where it's, like, unpopular opinion. Women should be viewed as equal, not higher than men. Like, yeah, that's kind of what we've been getting at for a while now.
1: Yeah, bro. And I'm glad you reached that opinion so recently you figured it's an epiphany.
0: But change. I'm glad
1: you figured it out. But change my view is I believe this. I know there's an un- another side. Can we just talk about it? And I'll let you know if you make a good point, and we'll do counterpoints. And w- you're focused on changing the other person's mind with evidence. Um, and you'll the mods will block you if you agree with the person, and if you start getting hostile.
0: Yeah. So a, a subreddit like that, I I can't imagine finding entertainment there for myself because i'm one of those people where i don't know where it went wrong in my childhood in my adolescence where like as soon as i think that somebody is disagreeing with me or anything like that i immediately take it as a personal attack and i think my entire point is invalid where it's like oh here's one good counterpoint but i still think you have good reasoning i'm like uh no thank you block see you later
1: But another thing I do is when someone posts something that I believe, I'm like, I want to go see what everyone else thinks. Because I'm like, well, obviously everyone thinks that, right? Like one of them was like, um, there should be, I'm trying to think of one. Well, there's a couple of them that I'm like, oh, cultural appropriation. I'm like, well, I, they're like, why is cultural appropriation bad? I'm like, well, I don't need to read this because all the points they're making are stuff I already think. Is trash, right? I know why cultural appropriation is bad. But the thing is, is when I'm going through, this guy is defending his position every single point. And I'm like, man, this guy is freaking (laughs) in it, bro. He really does not believe this is a thing. But I know that this is just one brave person who's like, I know I'm going to get heat for this. But I really want to figure out why people are so upset about cultural appropriation. And so... I find it's very refreshing to be like, okay, this person doesn't agree with me. And I also don't get defensive because it ain't me, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not defending it. I'm just watching another person go through it. Uh, another one. When I, when I'm seeing a bunch of people attack it is, uh, people are like, going after like the Confederate flag. Or my favorite thing is when people post a suit, like it's, it's a hot point, but the way they phrase it pisses people off. Yeah. Like one of them was like, if you're against, uh, kneeling on the flag you should also be against the confederate flag because it also disrespects the flag and i'm like listen bro you could have just said why i don't agree with the confederate flag but you had a phrase in a way that's gonna trigger people
0: yes that is a very reddit thing where it's like i was already on your side but now you've done this and it's like you really dialed it to a thousand on this one
1: yeah so when i saw that i'm like oh i'm hopping in here boy I'm going to love this. And then like they raise good points. So, like first of all, what you did was the lowest form of arguing and it's just pointing out Hypocritism? hypocrisy. Hypocrisy? Hypocrisy. Nailed it, bro. You're so smart. <laughs> um pointing out hypocrisy. And he goes, the problem is is everyone is nuanced. So you're going to find hypocrisy in every single person. So what you need to do is attack the values, like why do they think that instead of how can you believe this and not this? Cuz that's like all over. Uh, it happened again with, um, people who are pro-life, how can you still support IVF? And I'm like, what do you mean? Is that, should I not be supporting IVF? And then I realized that like during IVF, what ends up happening is they grab a bunch of eggs, right? And they fertilize them and then they just pick the best one and throw out the other eggs. So if you're pro-life that quote unquote would be a human being or whatever that they are aborting. But a lot of these people who are pro-life who just can't conceive themselves or need assistance? Who go for IVF? Think th- they're just not connecting the dots, you know? But I'm like, bro. So I spent like, dude, too much time. Yeah, I was, I, I was stealing from the company the amount of time <laughs> I was on the subreddit. It was blowing my mind, and I highly encourage our audience to. Spend, this is too serious, but I highly encourage our audience to check it out.
0: So, the other thing that I have is I've. Uh, I, I'm trying to go back and I'm trying to mop up some achievements in games that I have very few achievements in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I went back and I did all the side quests in the Arkham City remaster. Uh, that game still slaps. Arkham City is very good. I finally went and did all of the Riddler trophies, or at least I did enough Riddler trophies to like unlock the final mission with him. Cause I think you only need to do like 400 out of the 440. Um, so I finally did that. That game still kicks butt. It's amazing. Um, and then I finally went back to far cry six. Um, I talked about far cry six when it first came out and Mm -hmm. I talked about how I didn't like it and I eventually gave up on it and I went, and so I've gone back and I've played it. I'm like, I'm like two thirds of the way through the campaign And I still stand by that. That game's not good. Oh, it's not good. (laughs) It is not polished. There's a lot of just, like, quality of life things that aren't there that just piss me off. Right? Right. And the game is too long. Right? I think there's, like, 45 main quests and an entire open world. So, no thanks, actually, on that. Um. And, yeah, it's just, it's super not a fun time. Like, okay, so here's the thing with the Far Cry games, right? Three, banger. Four, banger. Five is the best that it's going to get in terms of, if you don't like Far Cry 5, don't bother with New Dawn or 6. Because they're all the same, but they get really the same after Far Cry 5. (laughs) And so Far Cry 5 was the best of its kind. Three and four are better. Um, So I'm just like, I've never had a single game be like, yeah, I think this is where I bow out of this franchise. I'm going to finish what I got going on here, and then I'm just done with Far Cry. Um, And like... a big selling point of this game is Giancarlo Esposito was in it, who is Gus from Breaking Bad. He right. was like the main marketing push. He's I, on the cover. I skip every cutscene for this game. Oh my gosh. So I'm just I'm really just trying to beat this game as fast as I can and it is making it hard for itself.
1: You know what? I and the thing is I own that game and I just didn't get into it i spent like an hour into it and i'm like there's something about the mechanics of the game that are so the game is built like assassin's uh, assassin's creed slash gta
0: yeah because it's very like it's assassin's creed in the sense that there's a bunch of little things to do you can clear out this checkpoint you can clear out this outpost you can do a little bit of hunting and it's gta in the sense that there is a car
1: right and you can Kill people and do whatever. It's it's a sandbox game.
0: Yeah. And
1: However, it plays like neither of them.
0: Correct. And <laughs> the guns in Far Cry Six are just not fun. That's super clunky. Like I got one kind of like power up gun and one kind of cool power where it's like the I, the game kind of wants you to like play around with essentially different classes. And different ultimate power-ups. And I'm like, nope, I found the one I like. I am good. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice. And it's like, use these rounds against uh, non-armor targets. Use these rounds against vehicles. And I'm like, nope, one gun for everything. Thank you very much.
1: Well, that was for me like when people got into Assassin's Creed and they started like poisoning things or using yeah. like, berserker stuff. I'm like, no. Swords, hidden blade, and a bow and arrow occasionally. But I'm like, I'm not going to. Smoke bombs, really? Posing? Yeah. When they did Come
0: bombs, on. I'm like, no, thanks, actually. My least favorite mechanic, the one that I only used for achievements, is you could sprinkle a little money on the ground and have like the citizens just like start like make a crowd in the alleyways, and I'm like, right. this is nothing. This this is nothing. It's right. cool. And it was also
1: like five dollars, and you're like, man, I got thousands. I yeah. think I can do this, but it doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah. Games. What are you going to do?
1: What are you going to do, man? (laughs) Games. What are you going to do?
0: All right, Alex, what are we doing next week?
1: So next week we did birthday month for Craig. March was my birthday month, but we're going to push it to April because that's when it's wasn't logistically. I couldn't do March because it's five weeks and Craig only did four weeks. So I'm going to do four weeks. But on paper, my birthday doesn't matter. I'm not selfish at all. So April. Is going to be my birthday month, and we're watching my favorite movies. Not necessarily Cream of the Creme, Creme of the Creme, Cream of the Crop, but high up there for me. And next week's movie is The Dark Knight.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. This is a big one. This is a big one. This um, movie
1: was, first of all, when I met my wife, we my agreed wife. this was our favorite movie. And it. since then, we've been inseparable. Except we yeah. had a couple girlfriends there in the beginning before we actually officially started dating. But after that, it secured our relationship that has blossomed into a marriage.
0: Yes. I have rewatched this movie relatively recently. I think I watched this movie at like the beginning of the pandemic. But I am more than willing to go back to it, man.
1: And maybe we'll discuss the new Batman in there.
0: Maybe. Not, so, so, yeah. we we'll yeah. Well, maybe see.
1: Or we'll cut it out and not do it. And you won't <laughs> even know.
0: All right. Well, my name is oh um, and before we sign out, I do want to say uh, lots of big stuff happening on Small and Tall as well. Last month we did the Star Wars original trilogy, that was super fun. Uh, March is also Bugs' birthday month, so we did Bugs' favorite movies, which was Empire Records, Almost Famous, Practical Magic, and The Wizard of Oz, which are all, which is just just a fun time all around. Empire yeah, Records is like peak like. 90s comedy if it's like a very ferris bueller's type movie Mm -hmm. so and then in april we're doing star wars the prequel trilogy so so check that out we also released a bonus episode where we talked about the oscars the oscars are over by the time this comes out but it's content if you want content we got dude we got so much content
1: dude we are we're feeding you little babies
0: but until next time, my name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle.
1: And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good.
0: Have fun, be safe, and make good choices.
1: While you're at it, tell your mom I said hi.
0: That one wasn't very confident.
1: Listen, no, I was trying to be, listen, I I almost said tell your mom your stepdad said hi, and I'm like, that's too many words. And I've been doing some <laughs> catchphrase this entire time. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll just say it differently. So I, I, I'm going to do it a Here we go. Here we go. Better. Here we do it. And tell your mom I said hi.
0: See you next week.
1: Deuces.